For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. It's Wednesday the 5th of July. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Dan McHugh here with you and I'm joined by rugby league fanatic and funny man Tim Hewitt. G'day mate. G'day Dan. How are you mate? Yeah good. I heard you had a pretty good night last night. A win for the boys. Oh yes, yes. I'm, I'm sure the, uh, the listeners are uh, hanging on every word. Yes, the TRL last night. Huey's Heroes got up 5-4 on the buzzer through the final ball. Two tries for me, Dan. Two tries, sis. It was all happening. Uh, and then I had to rush and do a stand-up gig in an African restaurant in Footscray. So quite the night all round for me, really. Wow. The what? highs and the lows. The, yeah. oh, so there was a, <laughs> the African restaurant was a low, was it? No, it was actually pretty fun. It's um, it's quite it's quite the rush, though. Yeah, Everyone's eating with their hands, having a laugh. It was a good time. Um, uh, last week you said uh, Huey's Heroes had a few people out on injuries. One specific was uh, someone who just had a Turkish hair implant or something. Yes, he's back. He's back and he had a great impact. I think the confidence of that new sharp hairline, uh, he, he was back back yes. to his best. He was, yeah. Yes, Thank yes. God. And did he look younger? Did he have the hair look? It it looks uh, it looks gorgeous, quite like uh, like you know when sort of a puppy or whatever they have that soft down fur. You see sort of birds or seals. It has that sort of look. And I think I think he said it has to fall out and then it'll regrow, quite like the phoenix, you know, rising from the ashes and right, have a right. beautiful head. Well, good so, luck to him and his hair. Uh, absolutely. We better move on to our show. Today we'll be talking Ashes, Wimbledon, Women's World Cup, State of Origin, Rugby. It's a massive show, so stay with us. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with Cellaid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a Cellaid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your Cellaid at cellaid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Chris. How you going? What's happening next week? I am more than excited because next week we are graced by the presence of an Australian treasure, yeah, yeah. a sporting icon, and an orator that puts you and I in the shade. Absolutely. H.G. Nelson on Fire Up next week. Hey, Tim, this Ashes drama that's been going on over the last few weeks really feels like it's, it's ramped up. I don't remember the Ashes being this fun. Oh, it's certainly a sort of an incredible series, this one. It's definitely going down in the books pretty quickly, I'd say. I mean, Ashes is always great and it's always filled with drama. Um, but, I, I mean, it is sort of ridiculous, this this stumping saga. You know, now we've got both Prime Ministers chipping in, having their say. Um, it's Yeah, it's probably going to lead us down to a republic by the end of this series, I think, Dan. It's insane. It's a bit lame that the back and forth thing is like... Albo on Twitter. Yeah, I would like to see there to like there for there to be a formal debate between Albo and and what's the 
Prime Minister's name? Uh, Rishi Sunak, yeah. Rishi Sunak. You know, that should yeah. be a new extension of the Ashes. Yeah, I think I think the Ashes, if they sort of go down to 2-2 and, you know, there's a rain-affected test, I, I think it needs to be sorted with sort of a super over between Rishi Sunak and, and Albo, you know, really see which country comes out ahead. Oh, you mean like they should actually play cricket against each other? They, yeah, they have to play, yeah. One yeah, one super over to decide it. No. Oh, so so yeah. Holland, wouldn't it be Winner two? Like, all. wouldn't they both get to bowl and both get to bat? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah the, um, are there any schoolyard rules here, like six and out, or you know, automatic wiki? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we bring all that in, all that in, really to really to fire everyone up. That's how it's decided. Um, how do you reckon the rest of the series will go? Oh, I think it's a really interesting one. I think. I think. England will use this, um, and particularly they will. the The crowds will now be just absolutely rabid, and it will be a test, I think, for the Australians if they can sort of keep their composure, which has been sort of the whole ethos of this Pat Cummins side is is calmness, is sort of you know staying in these tests, playing their way, you know, playing hard but fair, and and look, you know, I guess it is easy to say, oh, this was a, but I think it's just it sort of comes down to sort of how Australians and English sort of approach their cricket slightly different. I, I don't think, you know, maybe English thought back home, we'd also give it a lot of grief, but I think Australians are pretty much behind it. That's how everyone sort of plays their club cricket here. It might be different in England and that might be the sort of source of the drama really. But yeah, I'd, I, I, if anything, it's sort of really gelled this country behind this Australian team, I think, because, you know, there were plenty of people that sort of had their issues with this Australian team but I think on the whole, sort of most of Australia have backed them with this decision, really. Yeah. But it's going to be a great third test starting tomorrow. <laughs> also happening tomorrow, or 1am tonight, however you want to look at it, Aussie Jordan Thompson at Wimbledon. He's uh, made it through round one and he'll be facing Novak Djokovic. Yeah, it's uh, very exciting for Thompson. It's great. He had a, he had a quite the epic uh, in his first round with the American, Brandon Nakashima. Uh, it's sort of a three-hour, almost all, over three-hour game. Yeah, he turned turned it around big mm. time, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Had a little rain delay in there because, of course, it's English sport. Um, but, yeah, it's exciting, very exciting for him. Um, he might be up against it. Uh, Novak is going for his... Uh, 29th straight win in Wimbledon matches. So, you know, could be a big ask, but, you know, never never ride out an Australian, I guess. I don't uh, feel like Jordan's going to have any luck against Djokovic. But that being said, uh, I really, it, it would be, a, 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 it'd go down a history, mate. Oh, if you want. <laughs> absolutely it would. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he does have, you know, a bit of past experience on grass beating big names. Uh, he beat Andy Murray. I think maybe a year or a few years ago, uh, in one of the sort of warm up warm up competitions over on the grass in in the UK. But yeah, this might be a slightly bigger ask, I'd say. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be watching. It's it's also just very exciting for you know uh, Jordan himself, I'd say, to get into a second round at Wimbledon. Really, almost as exciting as uh, Ash Barty had a baby. Yeah, it's very beautiful news. Little Hayden Barty uh, born, I. Th- well, they announced yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it's couldn't be happier for Ash, you yeah. know. I think a, a lot of people were like, oh, she's got to come back. But it's, you know, it's her decision and she seems very comfortable and, and really enjoy life in retirement. So, good on her. Yeah, the, the thing is, I think if she was still there, I think people think she'd be caning it and she probably would. 
but you know, yeah. people have got to live their lives for themselves. So you know, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> totally agree. The women's World Cup. People are saying the previous World Cup, Matilda's team, the, the talent didn't run deep enough. Um, you know, they had uh, their key defender Claire Polkinghorn hurt her leg, and it sort of you know everyone was moved around on the field, and it brought them undone. Coach Tony Gustafson has been uh, working on this. How do you reckon they'll go? Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's it's really interesting. It sort of was definitely I think a a big issue in their last campaign when poking poking horn went down against Brazil. Sort of the wheels sort of came off from there, really. Uh, especially you know defenders, it's quite a key specific position. Um, and I think yeah, Gustafsson he's definitely sort of gone on the offensive. I think with this and really blooded a lot of players over their sort of friendlies since that World Cup. Um, yeah, so it's exciting and hopefully it pays off. You know, you've got to have short-term pain for really what is the most important thing, the World Cup at home. So, um, yeah, it is a, it is it is exciting. And, and this was sort of acknowledged. They had a sort of performance review and it's sort of the key element from that was that they had one of the shallowest squads. So I think he's worked hard to sort of ensure there is, you know, depth that's been blooded and has experience now. So hopefully it lands them in good stead for the whole tournament because you know there will be injuries it's tournament play it's fast it's hard and and you do need a, a solid squad i think um have you got yourself a matilda's shirt yet no I, I, i'd love to get one they they look red hot the matilda's kit um yeah, yeah. I, i'd even love a ticket honestly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i tried but they, they were pretty quick to go okay well we're gonna have a quick break here and we'll be talking rugby nrl And I think we need to continue our conversation from last week we had about enhanced sports people, Tim. You can? Absolutely, Dan. All right, well, that in just a moment. For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. There's so much sport on this month. It feels massive. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And uh, the Wallabies are playing the Springboks this Saturday. Eddie Jones will lead his team into battle. This is the first international, right? Yes, it's Eddie's, Eddie's debut, so to speak. Well, his second debut. Um, yeah, it's sort of... Uh, it's back to the future for the Wallabies, really. Uh, it was sort of Eddie Jones. Quade Cooper's looking like he's going to start at uh, fly half. Um, you know, they're... They're recruiting rugby league players again. It really is back to the glory days for uh, for Australian rugby. Um, it is exciting though. I'm I'm excited to see how Eddie goes. Um, sort of this this Springboks squad they're coming up against in this first world um, sort of rugby championship. Sorry, they are previously Tri Nations, but now the rugby championship. Uh, I, I'm really excited. I think I think Australia will go well. I I I think. Getting Eddie, it's a it's it's a short term plan, right? It's a it's a big sugar f- hit. You want you want sort of results quickly, basically. Um, and to be honest, you, I'd love to see us go well in in this rugby championship, and and more importantly, the Bledisloe through it. Um, and it's all building up to sort of Paris in you know very soon as well, the uh, the World Cup in France. Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty exciting times for the Wallabies. Um, 
it's sort of sort of hard as an Australian rugby union fan. It's it's been you know not the most exciting times really for Australian rugby, but I think I think there'll be you know press again with Eddie. And I, th- I think they can. I think they can sneak a few wins in this um, in this sort of little competition just before the the World Cup. Hopefully, rugby's just been depressing. Look, I, I think you're right with that whole sugar hit analogy because there's a lot more work that needs to be done with like how they're feeding in their players and yeah, paying players and competing with rugby league and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I I do think you know for a long time with Australian rugby there was sort of the Gitto law where you had to play X amount of tests before. You're allowed to be in the squad and, you know, not be playing for the provincial Australian teams. Um, I think with the sort of loosening on that, I I think it's important. Australian rugby doesn't really have, um, you know, the benefit to just uh, pick and choose who they want. You sort of need all your best talent playing. Again, much like the Matildas, the depth with Australian rugby is so key, really. Absolutely. I would like to see um, a a comp develop here the way the French have it. I mean, it's just... It's amazing to watch. Yeah, we just need about uh, an extra billion dollars, and we might get there with the, the French. I'm rugby. sure. I'm <laughs> sure there's a billion dollars out there somewhere. Yeah, I reckon yeah. someone can hook it yeah, up. Get Twiggy. Get Twiggy yeah. even more invested. Just <laughs> he needs to go more than the Western Force. State of Origin Game Three. It's. I thought it was tonight, but it's next Wednesday. I'm an idiot. Oh, um, will it be a whitewash for Queensland? Uh, I I think it has a really strong potential to be Dan. Yeah. Um, it's all it's all sort of happening in in the New South Wales squad and and there's a lot of pressure on Freddie now and uh, he's pretty surly uh, with the press he's he's coming off very curt it's sort of but you know that that's that's New South Wales they're never more excited than when they're eating their own Dan it's a very very sad state of affairs that state you know no loyalty no passion uh, yeah. they just that's don't the, get I, it, I actually as we say. agree I agree with the loyalty thing everyone's turned on Freddie. Um, you know when when he came in and turned the team the the whole origin side around and you know brought all those wins in to start with you know everyone was praising him and loving his barefoot on the grass sort of stuff and you know meditation and but now everyone's turned on him what what i'm thinking is what happens if he wins this third match is does he get to stay or I, is it too I, late I, have I, people I, already turned i don't know i don't think you can sort of count winning a, a dead rubber as sort of proof to get another series uh, you know yeah. this has been okay. sort of uh, you know festering for a while I think you know it's sort of he he has seemed very reactive with his um, with his rec- uh, not recruiting but with his with his selections um, you know it seems like oh well you know X player had a was part of a massive win on the weekend, it's like, yes, it is different, you know, the Bulldogs to this Queensland team sort of thing. But I am excited to see Bradman Best and a, and a few of the other debutants for New South Wales. I, I really like Bradman Best. He's got an incredible rugby league name and an incredible yeah, rugby yeah. league head. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I back I, <laughs> I back any player that uh, on their in mid-season goes to Bali to get their, their leg tattoo finished off. So he's got a lot of get up and go about him as a rugby league in Bradman. So... <laughs> <laughs> if there's any New South Wales player I like, it, it's him, to be honest. So I'm ex- excited to see how he goes. Um, I feel like um, Bradman Best, his haircut isn't quite there yet. Oh, yeah. There's there's a lot of uh, sort of Lego to it. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. But there's a lot of room for some mullet <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, wouldn't that just... Then he, would be, he wouldn't be 
um, Bradman, he would be super Bradman. Because <laughs> yeah. he'd have that little cape at the back. Take him to the next level, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Speaking of um, going to the next level, uh, so last week we spoke all about the enhanced games, which are being proposed to start next year, um, meaning athletes can take all sorts of drugs or whatever. Uh, and I spotted this article earlier in the week about Hulk Hogan or, or Terry Jean Belair. Yes. Um, you know, he's 69 now. He's still rocking massive biceps. You know, muscles are, are, are splitting through his shirt. And he's um, he's got himself a 44-year-old girlfriend, Sky Daly, yoga teacher. She's in good shape. Yes, well, uh, in the eternal words of, you know, Hulk Hogan, uh, hell yeah, brother. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Hulk. Um, yep. No, but the the reason why I brought this up is not so I could um, say you know you know this old bloke's dating a younger woman. I actually feel like because um, it doesn't feel like a sports combo, but it is. <laughs> yeah. I I think people don't realise how um, people like Hulk Hogan are pioneers. He's a pioneer of the enhanced sports person. He's 69 and still look at the shape he's in. Absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, surely those guys tested out all the steroids and all the cocaine that was needed for these enhanced games next year. Yeah, he's, he's got a very hardworking heart, dare I say, uh, Hulk Hogan, what, what he's probably put his body through. And, uh, you know, it looks like it'll be tested again with his new girlfriend. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I do really think that. that these guys have have tested. They've basically been a giant experiment. Yes, they yeah. Hulk Hogan is sort of our, our our generation's Florence Nightingale for enhanced people. I guess is is what you're getting to, Dan. That's what I wanted you to <laughs> yes, say. Yes, yes. Hulk Hogan is, is so important for our future. I've always said that he's a hero. Yeah. That's it for afternoon sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Cell AED, and we'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. Thanks, guys. See ya. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Chris. How you going? What's happening next week? I am more than excited because next week we are graced by the presence of an Australian treasure, a sporting icon, and an orator that puts you and I in the shade. Absolutely. HG Nelson on Fire Up next week.